a beautiful sunset. Gorgeous. Joey B basically is here. Oh, we got eight people, 12 people. Wow, 13 people. Oh, snap. Things are escalating. Oh, I almost just broke my chair. One second. All right, looks like we got 53 people. Um, what's up, y'all? Uh, let's talk about anything you want. Let's do it. Hello, Jenny. Hello, Batman Bear. Uh, what up, BB? Good evening. You as well. Must be nice. Look at that view. Look at that beautiful view. Gorgeous. I love Idaho. 78. Um, gorgeous looks like here. Cloudless sky. Yeah. How do you recommend checking out John Hemp? Or Kempf? Nice. For plant gravy. I don't know. You can make gravy out of plants. <laughs> are those clouds or mountains? Those, my friend, are mountains. That's Schweitzer Mountain in the great state of Idaho. It's a ski resort right there. Giant ski resort. All right. Brad's here. Ford Face is here. Of course, Jim Bob will probably show up and start talking a lot of S. Gratitude. Yeah, I was teaching my kids about gratitude today. Gratitude's a big one. Gratitude's key. Gratitude is key, guys. All right. Um, gratitude. You wouldn't have any gratitude if you had the bowels I have. And, you know, 1944. Check out the circling predator. You see it? That's a hawk. I, I hear a cat. Cat somewhere. All pests and disease are function of nutrition imbalance. Often it's the excess that creates deficiencies. Interesting. Thank you, Yeoman Youssef. Thank you that for that little piece of random information. Excited for the rain? I want to make mushroom gravy. Yeah, there you go. Might be nice. Forkface in the chat with a legend. Yeah, Forkface rules. Jim Bob is busy prepping the Peking ducks for the morning rush. <laughs> Someone said something funny about what kind of dog him and his wife eat. eat uh, I don't remember the joke. It was funny. That was a funny pun. Uh, any truth to Jesus and Lucifer? <sighs> Dude, the last thing I want to do right now is talk theology that I can't possibly validate. Oh, Jaded, come on. Let's really... All right, let's see. We got 116 people. Ask me anything. What do you guys want to talk about? We'll talk. Well, I mean, even if I don't want to talk about it, we can. You can ask me anything. Hello, Upstate Mama Bear. Grateful for your interaction. Package will be on its way. Oh, nice. Thank you, Reinhardt Tanner. Wasn't it Douchhund? I don't remember. Super curious is that as well. I'm not curious at all about it, any of it. Um. Do you think Horseradish Farms cast a dark mark on the equestrian community? <laughs> what? <laughs> Is there something you want to talk about, Yeoman? BB, any thoughts on Kyrie Irving? Yeah, the man. 
Like the fact he gave up like $33.33 million to stand by his principles, I think is awesome. I just watched the book of Ira again this morning. It's a classic. Do two nickels make a dime? Yeah, two nickels make a dime. Two dimes and a nickel make a quarter. Four quarters make a dollar. Five dollars make a $5 bell. Two $5 bells make a $10 bell. Two $10 bells make a 20 This is my Ben Shapiro impression, by the way. What year was your blue dino? 1990? I believe. Getting me the dino won't help. Someone once sent me a dino in the mail, thinking it was a peace offering between me and the bees. No. The damage is done, guys. Uh, I'm plotting how to get a llama. Got to name it Beans. Llama Beans. There you go. Louisiana, speaking of the blacks, Louisiana Black Bears here. Beautiful out. Oh, yeah. You guys want to just see the sunset? It's great. I just look at what I'm looking at. Could skiing be an acceptable alternative to rollerblading? Uh, depends on your outfit when you ski. Kanye is being sued by Floyd's daughter for $250 million, saying he died from fentanyl. I do not care, but thank you for the information. I think a lot of that is uh, just scripted nonsense. After he donated $2 million, Pledge paying for her college. I don't care. I mean, Kanye West is, a, is an advocate. He's a, he's a black power guy, which I respect. Good for him. But... You know, I mean, I think that he's touching on some interesting things that I covered in 2017. And I'm excited. I'm happy to see him, you know, take a few of these steps. But we're not the same. And we're not. uh, There's a lot different about me and Kanye West. He's like, black man. If a black man is driving in a car and he gets pulled over and he's got crack cocaine on him, the other folk go to jail. So you don't think that happens to white people, too? No, no, no. White man. Do you know how many friends I have in jail for, like, meth and shit? <laughs> like, you don't think those laws apply to white people? Kind of, he's trying to make it a black-white issue. They always sneak it in. It's always so sneaky. So sneaky. He's like, if a white man get pulled over by... What? Say what? Kushner thought Kanye banged Ivanka. No chance. I think Kanye's gay as the day is long. That's why he's obsessed with, uh, you know being married to a woman who made a porno because it's like he it humiliates him and I think he, he really enjoys that um you know ira means anger in latin yeah ire to have someone's ire yeah um not as sneaky as your burners oh thanks Steve Hill. he doesn't know how to use a belt number one difference yeah just saw Red Bar making fun of Dave Rubin. Wow, didn't realize that guy is a full gay guy who's called a conservative. Not only is he gay, he's called a conservative. I have two cousins in prison for meth. Yeah, and people that were around them went to jail too, or they got uh, hit with accessory. Yeah, I mean, do people actually think that cops are like, well, you have white skin, boy, so that means you don't face the same felonies. It's just retarded. And that's one of Kanye's things. He's trying to rile up the bees to get all the bees, like, really uh, really feeling like victims. Uh, what was I just talking about? Uh, I have at least two cousins on meth. Uh, oh, Ruben. Yeah, he's gay married, which is called being garied. And they've adopted children. 
He's literally the most leftist, fringe leftist guy that I would even, I don't even know a single guy in my personal life around here that is a gay married guy with children. To call Dave Rubin a conservative is, well, it, it's it's twofold. It, one, it's crazy, but also it shows you the nature of what conservative means. Like conservative doesn't mean anything. It's like a fake nonsense movement. Um, it's, it's, uh, I went to jail for pot in 2018. Definitely a sigh up whether Kanye knows he's pushing it or not. Yeah, I don't think he knows. I think they're just letting him loose. Uh, by the way, the Gary joke is a Nick Swartzen joke. I'm not taking credit for it. I'm getting a lot of love for the Gary joke. I don't know if Nick Swartzen ever did it in a special, but he, I heard him say that once years ago. He was like, if you're gay married, you're Garyed. So not my joke, but thank you for all the appreciation. Uh, BB, do you think something big is going to happen between now and the midterms in the show or in life? Like in my life, some, I mean, big things have been happening to me all week, unfortunately and fortunately. Ruben is to the right of, Ruben is as far left as you can possibly get without like dressing like a unicorn with sprinkles. It's so stupid. Dave Rubin has a citizenship with Israel. He's an atheist. He claims to be married to a man and they've adopted children. Like I've known a lot of gay guys in my life from being in the entertainment industry. And the amount of gays that are so leftist that they think that they should adopt kids is very low. Most gays are hedonists. Like, they're just like, nothing matters. Drink gin and tonics. Let's just suck each other off, right? To think that you have a right to adopt children as a gay man, living in sin with another man, without any faith in God at all, with a citizenship to the country of Israel, is wild. Don't they disdain kids? Yeah. Most quote-unquote gays, the, the gay Mary thing is as fringe left-wing agenda. Like, how many people do you know in your life that's get, that are gay and married? I've known one in my entire life, and I was repped at CAA. It was my, one of my agents at CAA was garried. Uh, that's the only gay man I've ever known in my life personally that was married to a man. Bear in mind, I was not anti-gay back then. I, um, and even back then I didn't know any, like, it's so fringe. Like Dave Rubin is a fringe leftist fringe. Like Democrats would look at him and be like, what are you doing? Like you're, you're a mess. I knew two, but they got married for tax pennies. No, they adopted children guys. Like, I don't know a single guy who's claiming to be married to a guy in my besides one of my agents back in the day it was seen as freakishly fringe freakishly fringe and so to call Dave Rubin right wing is completely insane Dave Rubin is an atheist citizen of Israel Zionist communist Zionist is communism one world government you know, the John Lennon song, that's Zionism. He claims falsely to be married to a man. 
and they've adopted two children that a, that a, a poor surrogate that they used their economic superiority over um, birthed their children in sin. That's literally true. Think about all the Democrats or liberals you know. How many are gay and quote-unquote married with children? Any? No, it's nuts. It's nuts. I just find it funny. Classical liberal became a front that cozy conservative... Uh, no, but Dave Rubin's like a degenerated, like, freak. Like, his God is mammon. He's living a reprobate life. He's living in sin. He mocks marriage. And he's, and he's human trafficked two children into his home. Like, that's... He should be in prison. He should... In, in any state, he's, what he's doing is illegal. In any state. Like, he's committing... Uh, Child trafficking, obviously, child trafficking, you know, sodomies, breaking sodomy laws, breaking tax laws. He's a mess. You know, what is his identity? He's like, I was on the left, but then I saw the truth and now I'm on the right. You're a, a gay atheist who's human trafficked two kids and is claiming to be married to a man you commit sodomy with. That's insane. That's not even close. Um, and any authority that agrees to it as well. It's like anyone who's retweeting Dave Rubin or supporting Dave Rubin, he is literally an atheist Israeli citizen who claims to be married to a man who's human trafficked two babies into their house of sin. That's farther left than Nancy Pelosi and all these other people. Like that's not even close to right wing. That's like... Like, if he went to a gay pride parade, he'd be probably put in jail. Like, they'd be like, oh, my God. Every gay I knew in L.A., they would never do that. They would never think that that uh, that their home was, like, okay for children to be in. They're hedonists. They're like, nothing matters. Pound town, Boozville, you know, it doesn't matter. He started out in the Young Turks. He was too leftist even for them. Yeah, and he stayed leftist. He just figured out that if he says he's right wing, he can grift baby boomers. That's it. Because baby boomers are like, as long as you admit we went to the moon, Nancy Pelosi. Do they tell their kids about the birds and the bees? But they're, No, they're like, it's the birds and the birds. No, it's the bees and the bees. They're like, oh, the bees and the bees. This is news to me. Why is he breathing? I, I, just, I mean, I'm not going there, feral man, but um, why is he called right wing? I mean, it's crazy. I can't tell the difference between Dave Rubin and Pete Buttigieg besides the hella hoax ring. Um, oddly, Dave Rubin is farther on the left than Pete Buttigieg. Because Dave Rubin is a citizen of a foreign country and he's human trafficked two children into his home. He makes Pete Buttigieg look like Mussolini. Now, Mussolini was very on the left, too. I couldn't think of anybody fast enough. Uh, all right, supporting the... Sin yeah, how's Nancy still alive? Oh, you'd be surprised how long you can just keep cranking if you just pump someone full of espresso and vodka. All we can say to the boomers is beware the promo codes. Yeah, I love the seatbelt and buckle meme. Only works one way. Ruben has... I don't even care about these people anymore, though. I don't... I'm not... Buttigieg has a kid, too, I think. 
Well, Ruben has two. I didn't know that Buttigieg uh, got Garyed and had a kid. But at least Buttigieg isn't a citizen of Israel. So Buttigieg is actually the right-wing choice um, if he was running against Dave Rubin. Because Dave Rubin is a Zionist, like an open Zion, like he pushes Zionism, which means America would be ruled by the foreign country of Israel. They already believe that they're ruling us because they're deluded. I mean, they think if you jam your penis into someone's anus, you deserve a baby because your home is full of love. In fact, it smells like poop. They will always just smell like poop. But if we have a gay guy on our side, we can beat the gay agenda. I know. It's like, if we get married to men, we'll beat that gay agenda. I, I literally don't care. I'm just all about beating them. All right. White boomers give all their money to Reuben Jays instead of their own children. Yes. And, and Steven Crowder is a far leftist. Far leftist. Believes Israel should rule America. Fact. He is dresses in drag, normalizes degenerate behavior, pushes every psyop known to man. It's insane. You know, they'll just say a few talking points like, I, I like the Second Amendment, or like, abortion's wrong. But they don't actually... But at the same time, they'll be like, if you don't get a girl pregnant, just get a 50-cent condom at a truck stop. It's that easy. So what happens if you get her pregnant? Well, then you have to make a tough choice. How about you don't fuck anyone that isn't your wife, Stephen? How about you become an actual Christian? Not a fake one. <laughs> Why would you promote non-married fornication sex. If you have sex with a condom on, it means you don't want to procreate with the woman, which means if she gets pregnant, you're going to not want it. Like, that's not Christian or traditional at all. Well, you got to start somewhere. No, Yeah, you start at the truth, and you hammer it until people start repeating it. You don't ever have to negotiate with the truth. Ever. Well, if you just start with a truck stop condom, maybe with people... No, no. What happens if you're pounding away at your truck stop, Stephen? He tweeted that recently. Uh, and, and it breaks. And you get the girl pregnant. Then you, what? You abort it or you... Well, then you give it up for adoption. Or, okay, so you traumatize the woman... Or, or you don't want the kid, you give it child support, you have it raised in a single home and become, you know. What are you talking about, Stephen? Never, this is the truth. Don't ever put your cock in a woman unless you're, you want to have a baby with them. And if you want to have a baby with them, make a religious commitment to them and a financial commitment to them. That's it. That's the answer. Everything else is, is, not, is provably wrong if you're against abortion. If you're pro-abortion, you know, do whatever you want because then you'll just be killing your children. But if you're actually against abortion, if you're actually pro-family, the right answer, and everything else is falling short of it, is never put your cock in anybody that you don't want to have a baby with. It's like, well, we got to find some common ground. No, you don't have to find common ground with the truth. That's like saying if the sky's blue... And someone's like, no, it's red. It's like, well, can we settle on yellow? It's like, no, it's fucking blue. You can say whatever you want. It doesn't, there's no, there's no compromising with the truth. Like, it's like, well, the damn Democrats said it was blue. 
and the Republicans said it's red, so we're just going to say it's purple. Well, what color is it? Blue. It's blue. Wait a minute. So, so why would you compromise with purple? Because, you know, you got to meet them halfway. But it's, so you're going to teach your kids that the sky is purple? Well, we had to, well, we had to meet them halfway. But, so you're lying? Just say it's blue. But then we won't get the power, the precious power. Oh, so you're lying for power. Yeah, yeah, but if our team doesn't win, then they'll win and they'll lie. So you're lying to get the power so that they don't lie to get the power. Uh, You should just die. Are you up to date on your boosters? All right. Courtship does not equal banging. Yeah, and I know people will fall short. That's the standard and that's the truth. Now... If, if that's your standard and you like start dating a chick and you really like her and you put your cock in her and everything, she gets pregnant, um, you'd be excited to marry her, excited to raise the kid. Like that's me and Amy, I got Amy pregnant before we were married. You know, Walter's a great kid. You know, you can fall short of the standard, but that's the standard. If you fall short of the standard that never put your cock in anyone that you don't want to marry or have a child with, you, you'll fall short by just like putting your cock in a woman that you would marry and want to have a child with. And then you just speed things up a little, right? And so if your standard is put a 50 cent rubber on your dick, you got at a truck stop and spray and pray, you're going to be facing a situation uh, with abortion, like, like broken home abortion. Like that isn't a standard. The truth is, don't put your cock in a woman that you aren't excited to get pregnant and excited to uh, raise and commit to the woman financially and religiously. If you fall short, then worst case scenario, you just get your family going faster than you thought. We had a small wedding, just our family. No, Amy was newly pregnant at our wedding. We get, we want to get married. We wanted to have kids. Like we're trying to have a kid. <laughs> But uh, I hadn't went through the uh, went through the motions yet. I wasn't super into marriage. Uh, now I totally am. It's like necessary, and don't do a prenup or anything. Like they are half. If you don't think that your wife deserves half your shit for like raising your kids and making your house a home and all that, like you don't understand marriage. You're you're literally in. It. You're like a unit. Um. And so, uh, yeah, that was my story. All right. Even if you don't get married, still have the baby? Of course. But, like, okay. The best, the best case scenario for a child is they're raised in a loving family with two married parents. Right? What's the second best? They're in a loving family with two parents that live together and the man financially supports the woman. She can be a mom. What's the third best? Raised in a family with a mom and the dad pays child support but is never around. Fourth best. Broken home but alive. Mother is a train wreck on government support. Fifth best. Um, I'm not even going to say this is fifth best, by the way, because this is like a... This is like a scenario that uh, could be the best, but adoption, you know, because that baby could end up in a really good situation. But um, 
But, I mean, then you got abortion and better than the grandparents' home. Yeah, yeah. The the, the best case scenario is the masculine and the feminine under the same roof with a full commitment to each other with an honest, loving, and hardworking home with discipline and faith. That's the best. And then you just go from there. That's your standard. So your standard is procreate with somebody that like never have sex with anybody you're not willing to be in that situation with but it just feels so good you, then you suck you, you're not that's like not true that's not the standard that's why we have conservatives that are literally jamming their dick in a man's ass human trafficking children from india into their home pretending it's real like that's crazy that's literally fucking so far from the mark it's hard to fathom all right, what else do you guys want to talk about? Uh, so you don't think sex feels good? Of course it does. Want to know what doesn't feel good? Uh, killing your baby. Uh, abandoning your baby. Having your woman have to give away her baby after, like, birthing it. Uh, being an absent dad, being a spiteful dad, being always gone, cheating on the mom. That doesn't feel good, does it? So that three-second squirt is not worth that. All right. What else do you guys want to talk about? When people say that you should abort the child rather than put up for adoption because it's done for the child, just ask them if they know any child that would rather die than be born poor. It's not even poor. Adoption is obviously a good move. And there's a lot of people that want to adopt kids and they don't have any um, for them. They're, they, they're going to gay men. IBB stream yesterday was a very good one. Thanks. Thank you. Telling your baby that sodomy is okay and society is dark? Yes. All right, what else do you guys want to talk about? I'm not just going to lecture, but I'm just letting you guys know that, like, don't negotiate with the truth, ever. You can fall short of it. We all do. We all fall short of the truth. But to negotiate, to find common ground when there's only one answer, you know? Um, it's not. It's like as dumb as negotiating on the color of the sky. Um, all right. People get dementia by supporting abortion, knowing it's bad. Yeah, I, I believe so. I talked about that in the stream today about, uh, how I think dementia a lot of times is caused by living lies and not admitting truth in your life. Like when you live contradictory lives, like, you know, something's true, but you've buried it and you just act like it isn't. I think that will make your mind split. All right. BB, I need advice. I can't get my 12-year-old son to stop lying, which is crazy. I stopped lying when I was like 15, so he's never seen me do it. Any advice? Well, maybe he'll stop at 15 like you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I don't know. Just uh, That's a weird one. I don't know. Like, What's he lie about? Like, your dementia theory is still freaking me out, BB. It made me want to be more honest. It should. You got to do it for yourself. And the worst person to lie to is yourself. You can be private. You don't have to, like, tell everyone all your secrets or anything like that. That's not what I mean. It doesn't mean you can't be private or guarded. It just means don't lie to yourself. Like, when you, you know, like, when you know something is a thing and you're telling yourself it isn't because it, your life is easier, more comfortable, you get more attention, you get more money, you know, that's a problem. 
you can have a bad life. And if you're just not a bad life, but a life that you're doing something that you don't think is good. But if you don't lie to yourself, it's not as bad. Like if you're like, yeah, you know, I've, I'm, debt's no good. I'm in a lot of debt. I'd love to pay it off, but I can't right now. But debt's definitely bad. The problem would be debt's good. We should be in more debt because you won't face it. It's obviously bad. Maybe how could it, how cold is it there? Um, the weather's about to turn apparently. So right now it's not that cold. It's like low forties, I'd say, but, um, we get a lot of frost at night. So it goes under, uh, under, under, uh, freezing at night. Honestly, honesty helps you internally aim for the good, beautiful and true. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, your brain won't be able to hold up multiple narratives as it ages. That's why you'll you'll meet those really cool old people that you can tell are a little uh uh are like a little like their mind has you know their brain isn't functioning as much but they have a great life because they're like honest. He lies about really stupid stuff like I'd see him do something and I'd say did you just do that and he'll say no. You've got it all wrong dad. That's not what happened. Don't ever give him an inch with that. Like, don't ever, ever, ever go with his delusions. And punish him for it, you know? Not like a beating, but be like, no, and if you lie to me again, you're not ever doing that again. Like, never go along with it. Don't even argue with him about it. Be like, no. Like, give him no, like, never, ever go with that. Don't feed his delusion. And explain to him why it's bad to lie. Be like, a lot of people can see through it. Um, uh, I respect your truth, but my one truth is not Christian or is from a piece of paper from the government. Truth, honor, and loyalty does not come from an ideology or a piece of paper. Yeah, no shit. Uh, you know that the book just carries, it just carries truth, right? You know, truth in a book is just you write it down and then read it later. The piece of paper isn't actually the truth. It's a way to document words. I know you know that, though. But I hope you feel really good about your little soapbox you just did there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a book. It's a piece of paper. A piece of paper can't be... It's always going to be interpreted by the person reading it. It's a word. Like I could say a word and, and people could have many different feelings around that word. Or there is a de, uh, defined definition of the word, but there's always going to be gray area when you're dealing with a book. Plato, if he even existed, was adamant against writing down words. The Bible is the living gravy. I think if a child lies, they're testing authority to see what happens. Yes. Do you ever used to play sports? Which ones? Uh, football and lacrosse. I played uh, lacrosse even in college. And I played um, football in high school and middle school. Yeah. Thank you, BB. Much love. It helps to know I'm doing the right thing. I'm just going to stick to it. Yeah, never let him get away with it. And don't even argue with it about what the truth is. Like, just... Hope you and the family are doing well after the news yesterday. Keep crushing. Yeah, thank you very much. You down with any Stanley Kubrick movies, BB? What do you mean by down with? 
Thanks, Swayze Train. Yeah, we uh, we lost a dog tragically this week. It was uh, it's been brutal. Me and Amy just it's because it was like we deal with death a lot on a farm, but the death of our sweet little dog that we adopted together ten years ago was very painful. You played lacrosse at Duke in college? No. No, I did not play lacrosse at Duke. All right. That was a nice chat. I might have been a little too hard on that one guy, but I feel like he was posturing. There's just no need. There's just no need to posture. You never have to bluff. You never have to posture. No one's telling you you have to uh, get all your truth from the Bible. No one's even implying that in this stream. Or the government. The government is a system that gives you land rights. The more people agree to it, the easier it is to have a society. Libertarians are more wrong than communists, which is hilarious because I instinctively thought I was libertarian because I was like, just let people, let people just be, you know, what I do on my land. It's like, yeah, but who gave you land rights? Well, non-aggression, have you ever noticed the people who claim the non-aggression principle are always in your face trying to change your mind aggressively? Have you ever noticed how funny that is? And, uh, and it's like, dude, in the natural world, let me tell you about nature. I'm in nature all the time. That's why you'll never find libertarian farmers. Your land, your possessions are whatever you can defend. So... Let's say you have 10 acres and you have a deed. Like I have a deed for this land. So I own the land according to everyone who's following the system of government. Okay, and, and the financial system. If no one followed that system, this land is only granted to me based on if I can defend it. And I know that their stupid little worldview revolves around saying, but don't aggress against me and I won't aggress against you. It's only about... Self-defense, you'd be a slave in 12 hours. You'd be a slave in 12 fucking hours. You know? Uh, it's it, Libertarians do make good slaves, though. The Libertarian Party around me uses the LGBTQ flag. Yeah, you can't stop human sex trafficking of children. That's how ineffective libertarianism is. It, they'd be like, oh... Oh no, it's it's freedom of association. How why would you stop someone from selling a commodity to someone else like their body? Who are you? Who are you? Okay, what about a 10-year-old? Oh no, that's a child though. How, so how do you determine a child? What about 12? No, no, too young. Okay, well 12 can you own land at 12? What if a 12-year-old wanted to get married to another 12-year-old? Would you stop that? No. Yes, yes, too young. Well, at what age? If it's post-puberty, 13. Would you stop two 13-year-olds from getting married and having children and owning property? No. Okay, what if a 60-year-old man was contractually allowed to sell a 13-year-old to be gang-banged on a yacht for $400? Uh, no, that's, that's wrong. Why? What if the 13-year-old says she agrees? Well, she's too young. But she's old enough to be, like, so what age? 
18. So you're going, so how would you st stop two 16 year olds from getting married? Would you use a, a police force? How would you do that? Like age of consent. How do you determine the age of consent? It's so stupid. It's such a dumb satanic little lie. You know, and that's why the irony is, is the people that would lose everything in a, a anarchy situation are the ones pushing anarchy. It's like Michael Malice would have about eight seconds before someone took his wallet and threw him in a pool and there'd be nothing he could do. He'd call the who the police. No one has a monopoly on force. Okay. I, I just would then. I'd just take your shit. Nah. No, but then I could privately fund an army to take it back. So what court of law would you prove you have the right to take it back? Like, while you're taking back your stuff, what if you broke someone's gate trying to get to the land of the person who owns the stuff? Like, how would you arbitrate that in a law situation? Eh, but then we punish based on, you don't know shit. You don't know any, libertarianism is one of the dumbest fucking things in the world. Okay. Farm boy UFC fighter Bryce Mitchell put out a vid kind of calling out Rogan for making fun of flat earthers. Yeah, I, uh, I talked about that today. I enjoyed it. Um, who would hear you scream? Who would, Dude, I would just, to make a point, enslave all the libertarians I know. If, if there was no government... I would get on a plane, I'd go get Dave Chappelle, or not Dave Chappelle, Dave Smith. I'd grab him by the earlobe. I'd bring him to my cart. I'd be like, hey man, good to see you. He'd be like, oh man, how are you, dude? I'm like, I got some bad news for you, man. He'd be like, what? Did you not enjoy Bitcoin? I'd be like, no, grid's down, there's no government. He's like, yeah, I know, it's utopia, right? I'm going to be like, you got to wear these chains. He's going to be like, no, not aggression principle. I'm like... Dude, you're now my farmhand. And if you act up, I'm going to break your knees. And he'd be like, oh. I'd be like, I, listen, I'll let you go after a month. I just have to prove a point to you. Now hop in my balloon and we're going to pick up Stefan Molyneux. He's going to be like, Stefan Molyneux? No way. We're finally in anarchy utopia. I'm like, well, I got eight guys with whips that say we're not. No, but not aggression principle. No, no. I, I feed these guys Kit Kats. Um, they're black, obviously. And uh, I feed them Kit Kats and they use their whips. They enjoy it. They like hunting down Stefan Molyneux because they don't like the shit he's been talking about the bees. So I barely even have to feed them Kit Kats. They'll do Molyneux for free. And then you guys are going to work on my... And guys, don't don't pretend I'm being serious right now and be like, oh, did you hear Owen's going to enslave Stefan Molyneux? I would do it for a month and then I'd let him go. But I would for a month. And I'd be like, listen, you guys got to dig me another well. I'll feed you sandwiches. And they'd be like, you're being very aggressive. I'm like, DeAndre, whip. They'd be like, yes, sir. Just bang, bang, bang. I'd be like, dude, don't make me break your legs. Be like, but the government has the monopoly on force. I'm like, not anymore. I'm an upstart. I'm an up-and-coming mom-and-pop government. They call me a warlord. <laughs> Welcome to the world of anarcho-capitalism, guys. Uh, now that there isn't a monopoly on force, there's a lot of room for rapid expansion, right? <laughs> it's like, and then I'd always have eight black guys with whips, and they call me Brother Owen. They'd be like, 
Yes, brother, Owen. And I'd be like, dude, whip the shit out of this white boy. And dude, they'd whip the shit out of these guys. I'd be like, how's anarcho-capitalism going right now? They'd be like, you're breaking the non-aggression principle. I'm like, I'd be like, DeAndre, whip his ass. Here's a Kit Kat. Because when the government, if the government were to fall, the monopoly on force would go away. And what happens in a vacuum, everybody? We're talking natural law, right? You can only own what you can defend, right? That's why community strength, so is morality. And I wouldn't hold slaves without their will. Obviously, that's immoral. But for a month, I would pick up Dave Smith and Stefan Molyneux on my hot air balloon. I'd have my eight black guys with whips. I'd feed them Kit Kats to keep them enslaved. And they'd like it because they don't like Stefan Molyneux. And then I would make them dig me wells. Digging wells is a very dangerous business because... Sometimes you can hit a pocket of natural gas and it can kill you. And But see, the thing is, is, when you have libertarian slaves, they bitch so much, it's almost a win-win. Uh, don't worry, I'm a private warlord. Um, you know, it's like, no, but the non-aggression principle, look at nature. Do you see any non-aggression? A chicken can get a perch based on if he can defend it. A chicken will procreate based on if he can rape without being killed by a stronger chicken. Okay? Look around it. You, you want to talk about natural law? Okay. Natural law says Stefan Molyneux, in a grid-down situation with no government, would last about 12 hours till he's ass-raped for a quarter. I'm not the one that's going to do it, but I sure as shit wouldn't stop anyone. I'm a mom-and-pop government. It's just me and... Eight bees with whips, but we believe in rapid expansion. Okay. Uh, well, while the jungle doesn't benefit little jays from New York or pasty-ass bald Canadians, all right? I'm 6'8 with, like, thousands of loyal people around me with guns and fencing and, you know, no population density. And I, I do not want to see the government go down. And I've set myself up in a position where if it was a bunch of upstart governments called warlords and cartels, I think I'd do okay. We'd just sit at the table and we'd, we'd talk things out. I'd probably have to grow drugs for them, but I would hopefully not get caught by the Federalistas. This is high-quality comedy. Thanks. Louisiana Black Bear, if you want to be one of my guys with whips, you're in. You just got to wear a, uh, a bow tie. Owen's eyes glisten when slavery is brought up, and I love it. Oh, dude. It's one of the only reasons I kind of think uh, reincarnation might be a thing. Because I really know how to run slaves. And I, have, I do not know how I know that. I know how to manage them. I know how to treat them properly. I, I, dude, I understand slavery like in a degree that's weird. I wasn't raised on a farm. I was, yeah, yeah. look, Louisiana Black Bears in. I already have one of my eight. Federal East doesn't make me think of Mexicans. Yeah, the cartel guys would. But they don't like the cold. Bow ties and whips. What is this? A Chippendale show says World Classics. No, they're fully clothed World Classics. Relax. Um, you know, women fetishize things that are actually masculine. So I'm not saying bow ties are masculine, but on a black guy, they're intimidating. 
Because a bow tie and a black guy is saying, like, listen, I've been to prison. I was there for 10 years. I read the Koran 50,000 times. So uh, don't fuck with me, right? It's in my DNA. It is. I think it is in my DNA. I think I have family history that is that were slave owners for a long time. Um, all right. BB's going to have the entire intellectual dark web on a slave block. Yeah, imagine a world without backed currency. Okay? No government regulations, super corrupt, no grid. How would the Weinstein brothers hold up? How would Sam Harris hold up? He'd be like, well, I'm a billionaire. Everyone's like, "What of what? You have air? Like, what do you mean billionaire? It's like, no, I have all this money because my mother made golden girls. I'd be like, I have eight black guys with whips. It's like, no, I just have to transfer my money. Secured by who? The U.S. Navy? Do you know what secures our trade routes, dummy? Do you know what securitizes your quote-unquote money in the bank? It's fake. It's all monopoly money. It's called a monopoly on force. It's called government. Enjoy. And Federal Reserve. So um, if that were to fall... What exactly would Dumbo Ears Sam Harris do to survive? Would he sell his ass? Would he sell his labor? <laughs> right? BB is really selling me on this. Listen, I'm not pushing slavery. I actually much prefer the term builder buddies. But I'm just trying to break people from the notion that government is evil because it's literally not. It's in the Bible that you're supposed to have a government and not overthrow the government. And it's for a reason, because there's a lot of people that aren't uh, turn the other cheek guys and they'll just take your shit. Uh, I'm not a turn the other cheek guy. I think turn the other cheek meant if you're preaching the gospel in public and someone slaps you, don't react because you'll end up in prison. That's what I think that meant. I don't know, though. I, I don't fully understand it, but. I don't think turn the other cheek means accept horror and evil. I, there's a thousand points in the Bible that say directly otherwise. So I think turn the other cheek means that um, don't react when attacked by the weak in public. I think that's what that means. Okay. Um, can you grow cotton in Idaho? I wish. But I do think Kanye West is pretty close to growing his own cotton. I think he's starting to really get it. BB, teach them to follow a tree or give them the baby boomer treatment. Yeah. And guys, I'm not, I wouldn't be treating my builder buddies how I'm describing this, by the way. I wouldn't be abusive. I'm only having these weird thoughts about teaching lessons to libertarians. And the work would set them free. Like after I got Dave, little Dave Smith to dig me a well, and if he did it without me whipping, well, I wouldn't do the whipping. It'd be my eight black guys. Um, <laughs> I think he'd see my point. Because here's the thing about Dave Smith. Dave Smith, three years ago, the last text that we exchanged, he's like, dude, I think you're right about stuff. We do need a government. I have the text, dude. I like Dave Smith, so I'm not about to try to embarrass him, but... When COVID was first going down and New York went nuts, Dave Smith was texting me that we need a government. Swear to God, fact, that was the last text that we exchanged. 
because then I see that he is running for president in the Libertarian Party. I'm like, huh, it's weird. Two and a half years ago, you were texting me frantically that I was right about everything and that we need a government. Hmm. So, you know. So, do you know? Do you, are you aware that you're spreading a lie at this point? All right. On this week's episodes of Lessons of uh, Libertarians, Perilous, well, building as a builder buddy. Yeah, yeah. But my builder buddies, like my bears that I'm not teaching lessons to, they would live lives similar to me. Probably better than me in a lot of ways. <clears throat> because the way you're supposed to treat your builder buddies, according to the Bible, the Quran, all of it, is uh, they eat what you eat and they have roughly the same opportunities as you. So let's say the builder master buddy um, is eating a steak and organic cabbage and onions. That means all your builder buddies gets to eat the same thing. That's like the main thing about builder buddies. And the builder buddy can leave anytime they want. Turn the other cheek would be how to deal with the demons trying to get your attention. That's a good, that's a good way to look at it. It's definitely not being a pussy. That's not what turn the other cheek means. Builder buddies don't have the responsibility of land ownership. Fact. Dude, you get your own milk and honey? Exactly. That's the land of milk and honey. You're getting it. You paid your builder buddies with lamb chops on the dock. Yeah, which is actually a better currency in an inflationary situation, right? Now you're saying, oh, you don't even want to pay your builder buddies with fiat currency that changes value every eight minutes? Imagine if you had a deal with your master buddy. You could leave anytime you want. This is how America was actually created, by the way. I'm reading books from the 1700s on how to treat builder buddies. Swear to God. Um, you pay, you get a contract with them and you provide them shelter for their cows, a cottage and, you know, a, an agreed upon food. They, they didn't think money was as good because it kept changing, uh, current, it kept changing value too fast. So they preferred to be paid in foodstuffs. That's a true story. My libertarian phase is embarrassing to remember. I used to be in a narco capitalist. I used to think that there was, I mean, I wasn't like, like aggressive about it. I was just like, yeah, governments have killed like a quarter billion people last century. Governments are bad. Who gets to have monopoly on force? If everyone gets to just set up private, uh, uh, you know, companies, they'd compete to be the best there is and everything would flourish. Oh, oh yeah. But corporations are all, are all corrupt because they're, they're, they're working with the government. So if you get rid of the government, you'll get rid of human evil. <laughs> it's so, guys, it's beyond stupid. You form a treasury when you order a pizza with three people. All right. I'm a libertarian again. Recently debate me. Oh, well, no chance. I'll just make you a slave when the, if the government falls. I'll teach you a lesson. I'll, I'll pick you up in an airship. I'll have my eight black guys with whips. Uh, put chains on you and I'd make you dig wells. I would give you the job that I wouldn't give to my builder buddies. And then we'll talk about how great it was when there was a government. And we'll reminisce on a time when everyone was under the same, you know, presumption of system, right? So let's all just take our hat off to the United States of America and the great job they're doing. Despite the fact we have a, you know, a president with dementia who poops his pants and molests kids on camera. You know, it could be worse. And I, I'm not joking. 
I'm more Jewish than you. You'll be my slave, my big, tall, good boy. If you were actually a J, J you wouldn't say that out loud. You wouldn't say, oh, you'd be sending me pornos in the mail right now and fentanyl. No, no, you just showed me your intention. Now I'll use two chains. I already know where you live. Venice. What part of Venice? The beach. Where? Near the club. You don't have the balls, Venice Beach Club Dub, to uh, to have eight black guys with whips. You don't know how to how to run black guys. They need Kit Kats and a lot of praise. Um, and they and you have to send them on missions that they kind of want to do, and expect one to not come back every mission. Uh, not from death. They'll just find something with a fat ass on it. That's why you want to get like the bow tie Muslim type because that's eight out of eight are coming back. But if I just had giant blacks I was paying with Kit Kats and I let them have whips, um, I would have to send them on missions they wanted to do. And Venice, they want to do your mission. They'll fucking get you. Now, see, you already blew your wad, Venice. You don't say that you're going to make me your giant slave. You just, you tell me that you're pushing Judeo-Christian values and that racism is bad, homophobia is bad, porn is good, and debt is good. All right, watermelons and bikes. No, Kit Kats. Watermelons are not fast enough. You got to be able to hand them, like, slip them a Kit Kat and be like, go. And they'd be like, yeah. But they got to feel like they're in control. You want to know the number one thing a lot of bees want is financial independence. You guys know that? That's why they sell out so hard. But they the problem with the bees is they spend too much money. They spend too much money on shit that does not matter. So they have, they're always trying to get enough money to buy their mom a house and have, and never have, and have financial independence and they never get it. Because no matter how much money they get, they always buy a fancier car, fancier shoes, right? That's a fact. So I could run my eight, my band of brothers. All right, don't go calling everyone ASM. I might be able to make some, um, too many high tops. No, it's, it's something called public, it's called conspicuous consumption. Bees, intellectual bees used to be very honest about this. It's only recently that everyone's like, nah, nah, it's all the cops. It's all the white man. They used to be completely honest about this. It's called conspicuous consumption and it plagues black people. But now they just use it against them. It means they buy stuff so they look rich. A lot of white people buy stuff to be rich and to look poor, right? Conspicuous consumption and so the B is on two trajectories simultaneously. Uh, I needs a Benz though. It's worse than a Benz. A Benz still has resale value. It's like, and it, dude, it's so weird. It's, it's like, you know, that the, like the, the Sunday hat, like a uh, Korean straight hair. Uh, Mama needs a house, but yeah, Kanye may be waking up the Jays, but he's still talking about buying a $50 million penthouse in Jews. Yeah, conspicuous consumption. They want to look rich, not be rich. Look rich. And that's how they're so easy to control. 
and they also want the best way to make a slave, except not a good slave, not like you're helping. Like my crew of eight, I'm actually going to like, I'll wean them off the Kit Kats, get them on organic food, have them be good dads, all that stuff. Um, but the way that these grabbers have done slavery on the bees is fascinating. They make them feel like eternal victims. There is a way to get financially independent. And, but they always have to look rich in public so they can never get there. It's so cruel what they do to them. But, uh, you know, it's their choice. That's why Connie is like half out. He's like, slavery is a choice. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, now buy my $2,000 shoes. They don't buy the shoes because they're good. They buy the shoes because it makes them look rich. Because deep inside, most bees in America is deep insecurity about uh, looking rich. And it also has to do with African equatorial alpha male behavior. A lot of it's genetic. Oh, how dare you genetic? It A lot of it is genetic. You go to a tribe in... And, you know, my buddy right now is living with a tribe in Africa. The alpha male will dress flashy, will have a fancy car and spray himself with perfume, even if he's like a deep shaman. Dude, it's genetic. It fucking is genetic. In white cultures, a lot of like northern cultures, forget about white and black. Northern cultures without abundance, wealth and status is not about how you look. It's not about what you're dressed as, what car you drive, none of that. African areas of abundance where it's 24-7, 365, you got fucking papayas on the on the trees. You never need to burn wood for heat. It's like there's water everywhere, you know. The alpha male is all about conspicuous consumption. So if you get a bunch of uh, a bunch of Africans to believe they're they're alpha males. Uh, they'll all do that. They'll all do that. Uh, blacks are super susceptible to flattery. I think a lot of people are. I'm not going to pin that on the blacks. And dude, people will call me racist for explaining this and try and get me shut down when the people that own this platform do it intentionally to keep them enslaved. That's the irony is me explaining this would actually help a lot of black people. It's like you tell them they're all kings and queens. Think about the psychology around this. You call every black woman a queen, okay? So how, how is she going to spend her money like a queen? You call every black man a king. Oh, you a king. You a king. We were kings. So what does that mean? Wear $5,000 jackets and fucking, and that keeps them enslaved. So then you feed them money. Uh, you know, they think they're getting off the, rabbit, the hamster wheel, but they're not. Look at a lot of Jays. A lot of Jays drive like Priuses and shit. They're like cheap. The Queens and the Kings, they convince them this. They spend all their money. They keep them desperate. They keep them in a state of financial poverty. And then they give them a bunch of money. And then they watch it all just blow around. And then all the Jays own. Who do you think, like, what ethnicity do you think owns every single fashion label? Tommy Hilfiger is a racist Jew. Chanel, uh, you know, all those people, they're all J's, all of them, you know? So when the, when the, like FUBU was bought by a J, financed by a J, literally. (laughs) 
And so they they give them their money. Who do you think owns uh, Cravassier and uh, Hennessy and uh, all this shit? All of it is owned by Jays. So they give these bees money. It's a way that the Jays are funneling money from taxpayers too. Ralph Lauren is Jewish. Guys, they all are. Armani is a gay Italian Jew. Um, I don't know if he's a Jew, but Armani isn't uh, marketed to bees. Bees is pretty much a J operation. So, um, like Italian, there's there's some Italians that aren't marketed to bees. Everything marketed to bees is, uh, yeah, Ralph Lipschitz is his name. Yeah. So what do they do? Think about everything bees buy in the store. They buy liquor. Who owns all the liquor? Bacardi, all of it. The Bronfman family, all of it. Wait, is it the Jews? Yeah, but it's not all the Jews. It's a group. The bees should buy stuff from us bears and stuff. No, no, but just think about what they do. So they, they funnel welfare. It's welfare warfare scam. So they funnel the welfare into the black community. The, the poor people, quote unquote, they buy what they've been marketed to to look like a king or a queen. Okay? So they get $200 Tommy Hilfiger and, you know, Beats by Dre and all this stuff. You know, they buy the newest NWA album, whatever it is. Every music, all the music marketed to bees are, are owned by Rick Rubin, Liar Cohen. His name is Liar Cohen. Swear to God, Liar Cohen. And so don't blame this on all the J's, by the way. This isn't like, oh, every J gets paid from this. That's not true. It's a, it's a small group, and they know exactly what they're doing. They do this to whites with, like, Doritos, NASCAR, Mountain Dew, Lottery, the Lotto, um, you know, Miller Lite. But it's the same group. So what they do is they take welfare. They give it to these poor people, blacks, Funnel money, blacks uh, in America per capita wash money way better than whites. It's why they they hate white people right now, a lot of them. Because you can wash money. You can wander money through poor whites with Mountain Dew, Doritos, NASCAR, Cozies, you know, Miller Lite. But you're not going to get them to buy $200 jeans, you know. Blacks, you can get them to buy one drink of like Hennessy. They'll never tip. But, like, they'll get one glass of Hennessy for, like, $12 just to be seen doing it. Right? Isn't it fascinating? And so who owns all of it? Bronfman's, you know, Lipschitz. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. And then what do you do? You get the money. You give them the money. You give these poor people money. You jack up their ego so they're never going to get greenhouses and shit. That is why I'm ruining... Um, I'm the young whites buy $200 jeans, not poor whites, middle-class whites can. I'm talking about poor people. Poor people get welfare. So you get poor people on welfare to spend all their money on dumb shit. Whites will spend it. They'll, they'll live in a trailer park and drink Mountain Dew. It's not like the re, the return on investment isn't as good as blacks. It's almost impossible to get a poor white person to buy $300 sneakers because they don't do, um, they don't do a lot of, um, uh, what's it called? I just said the phrase. Dude, black people used to talk about this all the time, by the way, in like the 70s and 80s. Uh, it was called uh, conspicuous consumption. Yeah. 
Uh, Hennessy is crappy cognac anyway. Yeah, but the quality doesn't matter. It's being seen like you're rich. Yeah, gold chain, the diamond industry. Who do you think owns the diamond industry? De Beers? The entire thing is price fixed out of... Uh, I'm slipping today. I usually know all my J stuff, but it's all fake. So the entire diamond, diamond rims, spinning them rims, diamond grills, all that. All of it is fake. A diamond is worth almost nothing. So you can get a white to spend money on a diamond engagement ring. Like I'm not saying whites aren't retarded too and they don't wash money through whites too. But you can get poor black people to buy diamond encrusted, you know, jewelry everywhere. Wealthy people I know are white and don't make a show. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's seen as it's frowned upon. If you like present yourself as super rich, like most of my black friends or extreme minority friends, um, they would be like working at a restaurant and they drive like a Range Rover. It's fucking cultural and it keeps them enslaved. They can never get past it. Um, all right. How many milk cows can you get with that much money? Right. But that's the thing is they're buying things that don't actually have value. The markup on Ralph Lauren jeans or Kanye West shoes or Kim Kardashian clothing or, um, and bear in mind, the reason I'm highlighting black communities is because the poor people spend all their money on this shit. The poor people, like people living in a one bedroom apartment in the slums with eight brothers and sisters, all from different dads will spend, they will rob someone and spend $200 on shoes. That is not happening with most poor white people. That's just a fact. And I think there is a genetic component to it. I think that the alpha king and the alpha queen in a lot of African tribal situations, they dress very nice and they always drive flashy cars and shit. Um, the, the richest white, white Jews I knew in Los Angeles would drive, they would do, cons oh, it's interesting. I never put this together. They would do virtue conspicuous consumption. Interesting. They would all drive the newest virtue, like a Prius or a Tesla. You know, I'm talking about dudes that could drive a $10 million car if they wanted to, right? That's fascinating. They're all, they're like, it's all the same demon. It's just different races based on slight genetic. And I'm not saying black people are, are morally worse than white people at all. Swear to God, I don't believe that. I think that they're more predisposed to different types of crimes, but, um, and, and brainwashing, but I'm not saying whites are quote unquote better, but there is differences or else this wouldn't occur. So, what do a lot of these other guys, so you got the slave class, you have different slave classes. Oh, this is so interesting. Wow. I think you need to do a whole stream on this topic. So we, yeah, Louisiana Black Bear. Aren't I nailing this right now? This is why I'm not banned because I'm offending people, by the way. I'm banned because I'm helping people put the dots together, including myself. So if you're washing labor, okay, so money doesn't actually have any value. It's not gold or silver. So money, fiat, they print it, you know, it's based on uh, fractal reserve and all this stuff, right? So what they're doing is they're, 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 um, they're laundering labor and sin. This is fascinating. 
And so how do they launder the sin of the rich whites? It's virtue. This is really interesting. I have never thought of this before. So the the rich whites will buy any fucking car where they look like a good person. Wow. It's not about looking rich. Looking rich is actually frowned upon in, in most white like very wealthy white communities. It's like you're, you're seen as weird. It's like you, if you're going to wear a, a $5,000 suit, it should be very tactful. Like it should be subtle. Like with white people, wealth is all about subtle, you know, um, or uh, accessibility, like being able to have dinner with the governor or something like that's that's what white people value. With a lot of black people, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, a lot of them are more into appearing to be successful. And by successful, they just mean having a lot of fiat currency. Purchased morality. Yeah, it's, dude, it's been a very interesting stream. It goes back to the sale of indulgences. It's what the Catholics figured out centuries ago. Before Martin Luther, they would, you could give them money to be seen as a good person. This is going to sound crazy. I think a lot of blacks are warmer than a lot of I think a lot of uh I think a lot of whites have a really bad self-image of their morality. Like I think that they want to be seen as good, which is it pretty much means you're not good. No, no, I'm not going to say that. It's good to want to be seen as good, but they don't they, someone else can give them their morality, which makes it really uh despicable. Virtue signaling Prius J's are the same as the BJ Buick moon landing boomers. Yeah, yeah. I like that you discuss sin a lot. Yeah, yeah. Sin's very important. Asians, Russians, and Arabs also love to appear rich. Um, yeah. Yeah, Northern Europeans. It's one of the reasons I think Northern Europeans are being so attacked and uh, white Americans by media, by all kinds of stuff is because we just don't buy into consumption as much. If you're going to run the numbers and everything's numbers, you're looking at communities, income categories, location, all that. You're going to keep looking at a group that is just hard to sell shit to. You know, a lot of white Americans, they don't want to look rich. They don't want to look like they take pride in their beat up car. They do. They like it. You know, they, they, they are like this. I, I, I don't want to look like a snob. Um, uh, dot is love buying gold. Yeah, they do. They do. My grandma would buy us birthday cards growing up that would say she donated. Yeah. to a farm, right? Um, there's some pretty corrupt white cops. Yeah. I'm not making a claim that whites are more moral than blacks, by the way. So don't, don't think I'm doing that. I'm not saying that to virtue signal either. I don't, I'm just telling you that I don't, I don't see I just see avenues of corruption and they're different in races. Now, how much of it has to do with the culture that's been designed for them? Because I believe blacks in general in America do more what's considered illegal act. I can't even say that though. I mean, white collar crime is off the charts right now. You know, like these scams and I don't know. Um, we're just all working through it. I understand your view, BB. Yeah, yeah, because sin is marketed to different demographics differently. Women get it marketed to more than men because women 
are more uh, emotionally driven. So it's based on feelings and how you're perceived by other women because all women do conspicuous consumption on some level. This is one of your best revelations lately? Thanks, Louisiana Black Bear. I mean, I've been working on this for a while. I mean, I think about race a lot. Uh, but conspicuous consumption is so interesting because I've known some real educated, real good-hearted black dudes, and they all fall for the upgrade. Like when we're uh, when we'd be touring, like Roy Wood Jr., for example, good dude. You know, uh, good parents, smart parents, really good comedian, a black dude from the south. And I'm not basing everything on one guy. I've I've seen this over and over. But I'm but okay. So it was a Korean, an Arab, a white guy, and a black guy touring together for three four years. And uh, and every time Roy would be in charge of getting a car he would always upgrade to the, the fancy car. And he wasn't dumb. He was smart. Like, I was watching him once talking to this black woman who was working in Atlanta. And she was like, yeah, you want that upgrade? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, no. What are you talking about? How much is that a day? And she's like, only extra 60 a day. He's like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And then she's like, you want that full coverage insurance, don't you? And he's like, yeah, what, whatever's the best, baby. I'm like, no, no, we'll just take, uh, we'll just take liability insurance. Thank you, though. And I, I really was. I was like, why are we upgrading to like a fucking Yukon or something? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I just watched his wheels turn. Like, he couldn't say no. It was like, yeah, you're gonna want that the best car out there. He's like, yeah. I'm like, no, we're on a really tight budget. We're gonna go ahead and take the uh, the Hyundai. And you're going to fucking get back to work, aren't you? All right. Koreans give me crap all the time for not upgrading my 2007 Acura in 2022. Yeah, because um, um, white, a lot of white people and a lot of Jews, and Jews are white. I mean, let's be honest. They take pride in thriftiness. Like my mom, for example, uh, never, ever got us new clothes, ever. They were always from a yard sale. And... She took pride in it. She's like, yeah, I don't go to sh stores. It's for suckers, you know? She's like, those pants are 50 cents. And we like it. Like, we like that. Um, I want that Yukon. No, I know. I, I get it. But when you're just running it for two days and you're just going from, like, Nashville to Orlando with four dudes, you don't need the Yukon. If you're like, uh, have a huge family and, you know, you do a lot of driving and you care about the safety of your wife and I, yeah, I get it. But when you're, it was completely pointless to upgrade, <sighs> you know, thrift stores are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. First thing I did upon COVID was secure a pretty clap 43 year old Chevy. Yeah. I have a 2015 Silverado and I feel like a uppity bitch. <laughs> like my cars in Los Angeles were a Plymouth Acclaim, a Toyota Camry. I briefly uh, drove an Audi just for the write-off because when you lease it, I'd made a lot of money. I was making a lot of money. And so I leased a Q5 and it was like 300 and something bucks a month and I could write it off my income. Um, and then after that was... How did I drive after that? Hang on a second. How did 
How do I not remember what fucking car we left Los Angeles with? What did me and Amy drive in? Man, how do I not remember that? What the fuck car was that? Does anyone remember? Dude, I can't believe I don't remember what car I had before my Silverado. Ah, who knows? I'll ask, I'll ask my wife. Um, but that's how little I cared, I guess. I have a soft spot for Toyotas. Yeah. Um, yeah, Toyotas are sweet. But I now I just I always need a truck now. Now I'll never not have a truck. A Subaru. Dude, I don't remember what the fuck I drove. I remember what my wife drove. What What is the car you and Jason got the free donut? I do not remember. I really don't. It's so weird. What the hell car did we drive across the fucking country in? Weird. All right. Um, SUV. Was it? I don't know. I don't remember. That's weird. Nissan. It might have been. So I think Amy's family gave her a old Pathfinder. Man, how do I not remember what fucking car I owned? I remember everything. Wasn't a Buick. Let's just move on. Doesn't matter. We we're saving for a truck. Hopefully a Toyota Tacoma. Nice. Uh, glitch in the Matrix, baby. Yeah, maybe I didn't own a car. Maybe it was all in my mind and I flew in a fucking balloon. Um, I'll find out. Amy remembers everything. She's because she has to do all the documentation and everything. What did I trade in? In fucking. Gig Harbor, Washington. What car did I bring to the Chevy dealership? Dude, how do I not remember that? That's weird. Hang on a second. I'm, I'm texting my... All right. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for her to respond. Um, that's weird. I don't remember. Imagine if it comes back. It was a Subaru and I like... I fucking... I like made... I made myself forget... BB so crazy if BB was literally a time traveler. Dude, it's Audi. Was it an Audi? I drove an Audi in Los Angeles, but it was leased. So I can't imagine I would drive across the country in it. And I wouldn't have felt comfortable driving an Audi in Saranac Lake. Or would I have? Was I that much of a fag? No, there's no way I put that much mileage on an Audi. We'll find out. I just texted uh, Audi or Camry. Well, I had the black... Toyota Camry was the car, a 2007 Camry until 2014 when I got, I leased an Audi Q5 and now I don't know. It did. What would you do if it turns out it was a Buick Subaru? That bit where you were wearing robes and carrying a staff had me dying laughing today. Still not a co-leader. Yeah. And I talked today for 30 minutes about how to like enslave people. But it's not because I want to. I don't even like having people around typically. Like, I'm a private dude. 
but I uh, I do know how to enslave various races. They they require different uh, carrots and sticks. All right, Toyota Camry's a great car. It, dude, never breaks. It's good for tall people. Q5 is so gay. No, it isn't. I liked it. I liked my Q5. It was uh, it was good. It was a good financial decision too. Swear to God, it wasn't excessive at all. Because uh, I owned my Camry and the. Audi was cheaper a month and it was a 100% write off off my income because my whole goal at that point was to lower my income as much as possible. A lot of people don't understand that because they don't understand how our taxes work. So that's why I bought my first condo uh, that I got to sell. And then uh, part of that money went to pay off Amy's student loans and part of it went to, you know, my house is now, my house now. My house in Washington was partially paid for by that condo. And the only reason I got the condo is because I could write off my mortgage. All right, no one cares. I'm rambling. Let's get back to talking about how to enslave bees. Total lady car, the Q5. I thought it was cool. I liked it. I don't I don't regret it. Q5 exhaust system. Sound is one of a kind. I think they patented. Oh, Jesus. Uh, if you leave it in the garage, is it really an Audi? Ah, that's a good one. Is that Kyneton? You piece of shit. Acura. Yes. Yes, it was an Acura SUV, Bedrosian. That's what it was. And I drove it until its engine smoked, and I had to leave it on the side of the road. It was at 300,000 miles. Yes, Bedrosian. How did you remember that? That's amazing. Yeah, it was an Acura SUV, and then I bought my wife a Chevy SUV. For a really, it was a really good deal. Uh, Acura MDX. I don't remember what kind. It was an SUV and it was an Acura. That's what it was. Nice job, Bedrosian. Jesus. Is that what we drove across the country? But then what did I drive to? What did I get after that? Like, what? I'm, dude, I'm retarded. Hmm. Amy will figure. Yeah, let me let me see if she texted. Dude, that's a glitch in the matrix. I how did I how did I forget what car I drove for three years? He keeps his memories in his forehead hair. What the hell does that even mean, Bowler Bear? Do I have forehead hair? Oh, Bedrosian. Oh nice. My mom's accurate MDX she gifted us. Hang on a second. But, but, All right. We're getting to the bottom of it. But it died. And then what did I fucking drive? So, yeah, it was an Acura. It was an Acura MDX. Trauma suppression from the Hollywood Exodus. No, it's because I, I don't care about cars. Um, I really think, does the car count against your batting average? No, 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 no. Not even close. It's actually kind of cool how little I've cared about what I've been driving. I see it as a bonus. A blue, a blue dyno is the only real answer. That's what I've been driving in my mind all these years. All right. An accurate, I remember the, I now remember the accurate MDX. Dude, sometimes I forget my fucking um, uh, address. Oh, how dare you? That means you have dementia. It doesn't. I'm like, I I moved 
so many times for so long that I started not caring about my address. I was just like, dude, I've had 16 addresses in 20 years. I don't know. It's one of those. Um, I mean, I can't, I, I got my address. I could say it right now, but it's just like every now and then I'm like, where do I live right now? <laughs> uh, I can't remember, but somebody nailed in the chat, accurate capital MDX. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm back in the chat. What up? Uh, I have a Hyundai because I obviously don't care and saw that warranty. Yeah, Hyundai's fine. The only gay cars are Miatas and Subarus. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, what did I drive? I, I, I forgot every car I've driven in the past. It was like a glitch in the Matrix. My mom gifted us for Yeah, I remember the... But what happened after it died on the road that day and I had to like walk back? That's when I got the Silverado. I got that in Washington. Oh, we only had one car when we were in Santa Rosa. We also had my my little mini coupe. Did we for a period only have one car? Yeah, we had a couple periods where we just had one car. Ah, we only had one car. I didn't even own a car. Thanks, love. What are you up to? Cool. I'm almost done. I didn't own a car. Wow. That's cool. I am the man. Dude, right now the blacks are like, say what? You didn't even have a you didn't even have a car. Yeah, that's what happened. So Amy had okay. So we got her that car. And that was my car too. Nice. So I didn't even have one. I did not have a car. We shared a car for until that's what it was. I drove her car across the country. I think I've been now thinking for so long that that's her car that I forgot it was also my car. All right. So I wasn't forgetting a car. I was uh, forgetting that I didn't own one. Own being black was in a- everything is in Amy's name, dude. Uh, say what? You didn't have no whip dog? Yeah, no. I didn't have a bike or a car. <laughs> that's hilarious. I want a 1969 soft top GTO if I ever did, in fact, care at all. That sounds like you do care. Both of our cars are in my husband's name, so I don't either. We share one for two years before. Yeah, that's what it was. We shared a car. That's where it's at, guys. That's a marriage where you can just use the same car because she's home and you're out crushing it. Yeah, my brother would always pick me up for, for work. That's what it was. I never drove anywhere because I would wake up. I'd start monkeying around with my new fucking live stream on YouTube. And then my brother would pick me up in his truck. We would go do tree work. Um, we'd have beers. We'd have fires. And that was it. Why would we have two cars? That's Yeah. Instead, do you want to know what we had, black people? Real estate. We were putting our money towards rental incomes. Um, fascinating. Yeah, it really did kind of bring the whole stream together. Not only was there no conspicuous consumption, I didn't even own a fucking car. All right. Women shouldn't need cars. Why am I leaving the homestead? Right. Yeah. What did Woodshot Bear say? G-Wagons are only bought because they're so heavy. You can write them off as heavy equipment and get a fat tax break. I would get a... The only car I would get that is expensive and 
black, black people would probably get into it. Um, are those giant Mercedes vans? But they're super expensive. But those have extreme utility. They don't have to be Mercedes. A- a- another brand would be fine. Um, say what? What is the real estate you speak of? The place that you stayed, Bedrosian. Weren't you staying at the uh, Kawasa house when you came for uh, my special? That was my Airbnb house that we put. We bought it. When I sold my Marina Del Rey condo, we bought that. And then when I got kicked off Airbnb, we sold that and used that cash to build this house. Uh, and I've explained that a thousand times and the gammas are still like, no, no, Eartha Rio with how you build your house. I'm like, if only you knew the struggles of Eartha Rio. Ford has one too. Nice. Sprinter vans. Because you can sleep in those, right? Like, could you comfortably set up a bed for a giant? Um, new G-Wags are gay. Old military ones are all right. I don't even know what a G-Wagon is. It's 5,000 pounds. Uh, I'm too stupid to know any of this. You're not stupid, AM79. I forgot what car I drove for three years. We all have our ups and downs, all right? I'm insanely smart. And I just sat here like a drooling idiot, not remembering what car I drove. And then it turns out I didn't have one. <sighs> oh, you could sleep comfortably? Nice. How much do those cost? Um, and where do you get one that isn't new? Um, I just want to get one before... Uh, dude, I've been th- I think about the National Festival in Missouri all the time. I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do? Am I going to get a camper... Am I going to camp? Should I just get a van? Um, because at, cause I don't really want to sleep in uh, hotels. <laughs> like, I just don't like hotels. I don't like their smell. I don't like the the chemicals they use. I don't like how many people fuck on those beds. I just, uh, I want to, when I drive to Missouri, I want to be able to, like, park and sleep somewhere. Um, like, I don't want to sleep on a bed that people fuck on. I just, I, I know I'm 42. I've, I, I just don't feel like I should have to do that anymore. The first time someone said G-Wagon, I swear I heard G-Wagon. Nice. Um, you can go with a bunch of people and get a fleet of them for lower rates. Search car gurus. Is the fest in September? Yeah, but I'll probably go twice next year now that we're buying the land. Uh, I'll probably do like a dome building exercise. It's not that far. It's only a two-day drive from Idaho because I can do 14-hour drives without stopping like very easily. And so it would take me two days to get there. I could hang for two days, two days home. It's really not that long being gone. Um, You know, no big deal. If you had... Stay, if you have stayed in a lot of hotels, good chance you slept where someone died. That's all right. It's the fucking that bothers me way more than the death. I just, uh, just picturing all these like really fat people just coming on each other. Uh, and then I have to lie in it. And they're like, oh no, we cleaned it. I'm like, there's shit you can't clean, dude. Like gays. Now that being gay is so hip and cool. Like, dude, every hotel room has been sodomized in. Like, you go into a room, you're like, oh, nice little hotel. It's like, yeah, now that everyone's fucking gay, 
Two guys have fucked in this room. All right. Would you train Woody to milk the goat? No, they're all going. No, what I'd do is I'd plan it. It's not a big deal. You can you can not milk him for a couple days. Uh, I'd plan it to do it like when they're calving, and just let their calves suck on their tits. Thanks for that visual. Eh, well, you know, it's true. So I don't I don't tend to slink away from the truth there, Black Lady Bear. I can never sleep in a hotel again. Nor nor should you. You're going into a room, you're checking in, and they're like, oh no, the sodomy that was done on this bed doesn't matter because we sprayed it with chemicals that cause cancer. Enjoy, right? Thanks for ruining hotels. <laughs> Dude, like, when you're, so you're telling me when you're checking into a hotel, you've never looked around at the gay guys being like, what's our room? And I'm like, oh my God, they're going to fuck each other. And then they just go in there and they, and it's just like fat gay men just fucking each other. And then they clean it up and a family goes in there and they're like, oh yeah, why is there poop on the walls? It's like, oh, we're tolerant. We're very tolerant establishment. You know, people just defiled each other's anuses and defecated everywhere because their rectums were destroyed. But, you know, they were born that way and... We donate to the Elton John AIDS Foundation, and they, they like to cover themselves with flowers so they don't smell the poop. And I'm like, how much is a Sprinter van? I slept in a hotel recently, and it felt gross. I was sleeping in my Jeep. And I, it's gross, and I think it's gotten way grosser. All right. <laughs> I'm just ruining it for everybody. Even more gross is when people walk barefoot in their hotel room. The carpet is disgusting. Um, yeah, it's all gross. I slept in a hotel recently. It did feel gross. All right. I don't th- I'm not getting in the chat anymore, so I think it froze. I'll give it a second, then say bye to everybody. Am I still live? I think it froze for a little while. I think I, uh, I, think I offended the AI. I think I offended the AI by pointing out how gross sodomy is in hotels. You know, that's one of the problems with Airbnb. I don't even know if this is still live. This is a disaster. <sighs> Airbnb, sodomites can rent your house and bang in it. It's fucking gross. All right, the chat's dead, so I think I'm going to land this plane. I'll give it another minute so I can say bye to people. I'm still getting hearts, but there's no chat. All right, that's it for me tonight, guys. I'm not getting any chat. So, um, in case you can hear me, um, in case you can still hear me, I can't read anything you're saying. Every time you sleep in a hotel room, just know that two gay guys definitely fucked in there. So, um, make sure you subscribe to unauthorized.tv. If you'd like to support the stream, there's always P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho 83864. If you'd like to support us purchasing the Bertaria campgrounds, that would be BertariaCampgrounds.com. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be.